of Jungle Jim. The Adventures of Jungle Jim broadcast weekly over this station are dramatized from the full-color action pictures to be found in the Comic Weekly, the world's greatest comic supplement that comes to you each week with your Hearst Sunday newspaper. Join the 11 million adults and 6 million youngsters who make their weekends more enjoyable reading the world's greatest comic and adventure pictures by the world's best artists, featured in every issue of the Comic Weekly. Insist on the Sunday newspaper that brings you the Comic Weekly. When Jungle Jim began the search for young Stacy's wife who had been kidnapped or spirited away by hostile natives, he split his forces into two units. Following a fresh trail to the northeast, Jungle Jim finds marked indications that the natives and Stacy's wife are not far ahead on the trail. But sundown calls a halt to the pursuit, and Jim decides to pitch camp on a clearing beside a river. One of Jim's native trackers is suddenly pierced with a poison arrow and drops dead at his feet. Jim and his party try to find the arrow, but it has disappeared. Late that night, a mysterious native canoe containing a white woman and a native girl floats down the river. In her hand, the white woman holds the poisoned arrow. Acting as if in some strange hypnotic state, and directed by the voice of a high priest, she drops the arrow into the water as the canoe glides away in the darkness, unseen by Jim's party. Early next morning, Jim strikes camp and prepares to find the trail of the missing white woman. Everything packed? Are the boys all ready to move off, Moko? Yes, Master Jim. I tell boys what you say. All ready now. Which way are we heading, Jim? Well, there are no further signs of tracks anywhere here, Lil. As I said before, I don't think these natives were after, like that rough open hill country on the other side of the river. So I've got a hunch that they have taken the canoes and gone down the river. The river here is shallow. Not even waist high. So we're going to follow it a little way. And maybe we'll pick up the trail again. Well, in that case, we'd better take off our cartridge belts and spare bandoliers and carry them in our hands. That's the idea, Lil. Got to keep our firearms and ammunition dry. Yeah. Boy, we'll need them. One and if we catch up with those hostile tribesmen. Moko. Yeah. We'll lead. You and the boys follow. And keep fairly close together. Keep your eyes open for any signs of a trail as we go along the riverbanks now. We might find some landing place for the native canoes hidden among those high reeds there. Okay, Jim. There might be a small river or a good-sized stream that flows into the river, leading to their hideout, too. That's what I think. They must have a base in this back country somewhere. Uh-huh. They might use the water to cover up their tracks. Well, I hope we don't have to follow this river very far. This is hard, slow travel, and we can't cover much distance. You know, the river flows fairly fast, and it's tricky trying to keep your balance. Aha! Here's what we're looking for, Jim. Hmm? Look over there. Those reeds and rushes have all been broken down. Clear up into the bank. Good work, Lil. We'll call a halt while Moko and I have a look in there. Come up with me, Moko. Coming, Walter, Jim. You're right, Lil. By the look of things, someone has been here. Ready, Master Jim, you find something? Yes, Moko. This place looks as if it's been used for a canoe landing. Let's go in and see. Yes, Master Jim. Canoe been pushed in here. Maybe last night. See how reeds broken? Still green. 
not happened long ago. That's right, Moko. And look up there. See that cut in the bank? That was made by the canoe. We're shoved up on the bank and off again. You see any sign of tracks? Yes, Master Jim. Look. Here in soft earth. That be white woman's footprints there. And here more tracks. This made by native girls. Fresh track, too. Maybe made in night sometime. Well, how about native men's footprints, Moko? They must have been here, too. Well, look around carefully. No, Master Jim. No more track, just two kind. One white woman, that be Mrs. Stacy. Other be native girl, Nari. That all. No more. Moko, sure. Well, that's funny, Moko. Yesterday, we followed the trail to the edge of the river where we camped for the night. That trail plainly showed Mrs. Stacy's, Nori's, and quite a few native tracks. They all disappeared at the river, and now only two pair of tracks show up here. Those natives surely didn't go off and leave them. No, Master Jim. Moko think Mrs. Stacy and Nari be brought here in big canoe with natives. Then Mrs. Stacy and Nari get out of big canoe. And were put into a small canoe that was hidden here in the reeds. Moko think that be right, Master Jim. Okay, so much for that. Let's suppose they did get into this canoe alone. Where do they go from here? Certainly not towards our camp. There's a long stretch of open land where we were. If they'd gone past our camp in the night, the guards would have easily sighted them. That be right, Master Jim. Canoe can only go this way, down river. Then we're still on the right trail. Come on, Moko. If our luck holds out, we'll still have a good chance to catch up with them. What's the good word, Jim? Did you find anything? Oh, I'll say we did. We're still on the right trail. Yeah? Yeah. There was a canoe beached up on that bank, all right. And what's more, we found fairly fresh tracks of Mrs. Stacy and her native maid, but no others. Which means they were alone in the canoe. Oh. They could take only one course, down the river. If they'd gone past the camp, the guards would have seen them and given the alarm. Come on, let's get going again. What do you suppose happened to the natives whose tracks we followed yesterday? Well, well, that's part of the mystery we haven't solved as yet. Do you suppose that those natives left Mrs. Stacy and Nori behind and one of them fired the arrow that killed our native boy? Maybe. But if they did, it was because they were drugged or put under some unnatural pressure to do it. This certainly is developing into the weirdest, most fantastic job we've ever tackled. You're telling me. I don't mind fighting someone or something we can see. Well, it comes out in the open once in a while. But this tribe of murderers are practically invisible. What's worse, it appears they use women to do their killing for them. Wait, Lil, here's a small stream. They may have turned in here. Moko! Mimo! Bring up another boy with you and examine the banks on both sides of the mouth of this stream. Yes, Master Jim. Bulevino! I'll have a look around myself. Looks to me, something has happened over there. Those reeds are all bent over. Maybe the current of the water, but I'm not taking any chances. Master Jim, Moku think canoe go down little stream here. See, marks on bank there, canoe run up on bank little way. Earth there, chopped by paddle where someone try push canoe off again. What did he find, Moko? Say, Mark, like here on this bank. I get it now. The white woman and native girl were in this canoe, and neither one of them very experienced in handling it, especially in this cross current where the one stream flows into the river. 
They wanted to go down the stream, but in trying to turn in, they ran the canoe up on this bank, then backed off. Right? Yes, Master Jim. Have trouble to turn canoe. And they backed off on the other side and pushed it off. Then the current coming down the river caught the stern of the canoe and swung it out, and the bow in toward the stream. Then they paddled it down. I think you'll be right, Mr. Stacy. No tracks on bank, so no one get out. So must go on down here. That sounds logical enough to take a chance on. Okay, Lil. I'm sure we picked up the trail again. We'll head down the stream here. Now look, it's narrow and banked by high reeds. And we may be near their hideout. So everybody be on their guard. This is darn dangerous territory. At the camp where Stacy's party spent the night, there were also two strange happenings. First, Stacy himself had experienced a weird dream. His description of the dream likened it to the mysterious incident of the white woman and the native girl in the canoe which had occurred near Jim's camp that same night. While he was reciting his dream experience to Colo, Stacy was interrupted by the shriek of terror of one of his native guards, who by the light of the campfire had seen a strange mark on Stacy's hand. Stacy was completely at a loss as to how the mark came to be on his hand. And pressing the native further as to the reason for his fright, the native tells Colo the mark is the mark of a high native priest and is a sign of death. Stacy, after a sleepless night, his nerves frayed by the unaccountable happenings, is up at daybreak, pressing Colo to get the expedition moving. Hurry up, Colo. How long does it take those boys to get organized and moving? Sorry, Mr. Stacy. Must pack carefully. We make long trip today. Important to take good care of equipment. But now, boys, be ready. We start a long river. Work east. I'll be hanged if we will. Why take that roundabout way? Those murdering swine have their headquarters somewhere inland in that country to the southeast of us. We'll take the direct route over that open country. It'll be quicker and save us nearly a day's hard travel. Mr. Stacy, Juan Jim, he tell me take good care of party. Always play safe. Not take chance. What the devil chance do we take going overland? As a matter of fact, it's much safer. We can see where we're going and sight any natives in the open. No, native too clever. Hide in rocks, places. He see us good. We no see him. That'd be bad. Kolu, humbly ask you, follow him. From now on, I'll take charge of this party. I'm going to find my wife without any further delay. You do as I say. Get those boys going. Please, Mr. Stacy. Remember what Tuan Jim say. Let Kolu lead party. Everything be good. Kolu be long time in jungle with Tuan Jim. Know what be good. Well, jungle Jim isn't here. We have our own problems, and I'll settle them myself. Give the order to move on. Very good, Mr. Stacy. Kolu do what you say, but it not be good. You see, they start for riverbed. They know which way be for best. Then tell those stubborn devils not to take things for granted. Tell them I said we go across open country. Very good, but maybe bring plenty trouble. Never mind arguing. Do as you're told. I'll attend to those boys if they don't get out of hand. Very good, Mr. Tacey. Kolo only do what he think best. I tell them what you say. They say not good. You be wrong. Native boy. Say mark of death on you. Come on them too. Not want to go. I deliberately fired over their heads, Colos. That's a warning. If they don't obey, I'll spray this automatic right into them. Now let's go. You see? Now they're moving. You've got to handle these natives with a firm hand. Let's pick up the step at a faster pace. 
Well, now, are you satisfied that I knew what I was doing? You've been on the trail almost eight hours. Moved over plenty of ground without even the slightest cause for hesitation. Maybe you'd be right, Mr. Stacy. But this be bad country. Easy for natives to hide, watch us, and then attack. See, Master Stacy, ridge over there. Rocks make good place for native to hide. Oh, nonsense, Cole. If they were going to attack us at all, they would have done so hours ago. Those natives are impulsive. They don't wait. We're perfectly safe. And so, despite Colo's vigorous protests and repeated warnings, Stacy had led his men into a death trap. His failure to listen to the jungle-wise Colo has brought disaster as the small party are mowed down by the accurate fire of the ambushed riflemen. Once again, the sinister enemy has struck with death-dealing speed and fulfilled the message of the sign placed on Stacy's hand. Truly a mark of death. Don't miss the next exciting episode in the adventures of Jungle Jim. Remember, you can follow these adventures in the full-color action pictures which appear in the Comic Weekly, the world's greatest comic supplement containing the best full-color adventure and comic pictures. Remember, no other comic supplement can give you the top names of cartoon land like the list of all-star favorites to be found in the Comic Weekly. The whole family follow the fun and frolics of Popeye the Sailor, Tilly the Toiler, Barney Google and the Little King, the impish antics of Skippy, the Katzenyammer Kids, the immortal Mickey Mouse, as well as the exciting adventures of Flash Gordon and Jungle Jim. Join the 11 million adults and 6 million youngsters who every week find the greatest of home entertainment in the Comic Weekly, which comes to you with your Hearst Sunday newspaper. More thrilling radio adventures of Jungle Jim will be heard at this same time next week over this same station. Be sure to tune in. Mm-hmm.